Hello and welcome to the Amaze podcast, where we talk to businesses large and small, experts in subjects across the spectrum of business, entrepreneurialism, tech, innovation, investment and finance. I'm Jake Shaw, your host. If you'd like to learn more about Amaze, please go to www.amaze.com. Hello everybody, I'm joined by Oliver Shaw from Calibrate, a software business involved in the fuel supply business and I'm asking him some questions about how do you plan for the unforeseen. Good afternoon Oliver. Hi. Does anybody remember 2019? That was a funny year wasn't it? You know we had Brexit coming up, we had all these sort of things and now we've arrived at 2020 We've been through massive changes due to COVID. We've had we've used tools that were already lying around. Oliver, what does twenty twenty one look like? Okay, so so that's really funny. I didn't know this was going to happen, um, but I knew that we were heading into a slowdown and that things were going to change, and that perhaps the way things had been in the business environment for the last ten years wasn't going to wasn't going to stay like that. I thought that. The beginning of 2019 looked like a lot, a lot like the end of 2007. I thought that spending was slowing down. I thought that fiscally the government was tightening up. Brexit coming down the track. What I do is grow businesses. And to an extent, if you're growing businesses, what you've got to do is have a hypothesis behind it that says that growth is available. And I started to believe that growth wasn't necessarily available in the same way as it had been before. So for me personally, that caused me to say, well, now's a good time to change. You know, what does 21 bring? Well, you know, trying to understand exactly what's going to happen or how that timetable is going to work is difficult because until we understand some certainty about the end game or the exit strategy around COVID, it's a bit difficult really to predict what normality looks like. But I think there's some developing themes that you can start to think about how you're going to respond because we're in it, so we're going to have to deal with it. And so I'd pick out maybe three or four themes that that I see floating around. The way in which lots of people work is going to change. And that's going to change an awful lot of other things, right? So do you need two cars if you're working from home? How do you buy, right? You know, at the beginning of lockdown in March, there was a lot of things about people overspending and hoarding in supermarkets. But what was really happening was that money that is normally spent on maybe a meal or two meals and a coffee out of the house when you're commuting was spent in supermarkets. And if you looked at the way in which the spending moved, you literally saw two billion go off the high street and go into supermarkets. It wasn't overbuying, it wasn't hoarding, it was just the money needed, you know, people still need to eat. So the money just moved from one place to another place. But that money moving from one place to another, whether that's from the high street to the internet, whether that's from, you know, buying suits to buying leisure wear, whether that's people spending in gyms or buying equipment at home, the tip of the iceberg of themes, unknown amount of things that have changed, mean that afterwards things are not going to go back to normal. Just to take that gym example, you know, we bought equipment at home. We're using the equipment at home. Is my wife going to carry on having a gym subscription? No, that's gone away. It's finished. We're not going back to that. Picking out the themes that might have an effect on your business. In my world, the switch of where people spend money in retail, which is what we do really, which is look at how people spend on the fuel forecourt and how people spend in retail, that switch from where it used to be to where it is now is the critical thing that we have to focus on because what we need to be saying to our clients and prospects is 
We can help you understand what's happening right now that's changing the way in which your business model is going to work, which means you need our services, you need our data, you need our technology. And so as a business person, if that's the question, you need to work out what the hypothesis is that makes you relevant as you move into this new world. Second bit for me, really, is that the government's hard up. So they are going to look for for opportunities to get that money back. And so whether that's about what you do personally or whether that's about what you do in your business, you know, you need to be aware that the likelihood is that your tax burdens are going to increase. Um, and also you need to think about how you're going to respond to a world with higher inflation. If you're in a situation where your customers are pushing back on price increases because of the economic circumstances, you need to understand that, you know, you're going to have additional cost either through inflation or through taxation, which means that if you want to maintain your profit margins, you, you know, you're going to perhaps have to do some things differently. And that requires planning, right? You can't just go into a world that says, well, inflation's at 10%, so the price is going up by 10% because nobody's going to win that argument. But you are going to have to defend yourself against a, a more aggressive fiscal environment and, and potentially a less friendly economic environment. The next thing that is going to be a theme is Brexit. And I don't know the answers as to how that's going to affect everybody. Fortunately for my business, you know, about 60% of our exposure is to the US. So in a, in a way, I'm a bit more worried about the election than I am about Brexit. But if I was running a business that was focused on, on Europe and the rest of the world, you know, I think understanding the deficit of liability that you get, depending on how the deal gets done or if the deal gets done, but also what other opportunities does that we can, all of us become intensely focused on what's always worked. There may be opportunities to do things differently in the future. You know, there's a great, great article by Daniel Hannan, who was talking about this question of, you know, fish only makes up 0.1% of the GDP in the UK. And he contrasted this against the example of it being 6% in Iceland. And you might sit there and go, well, Iceland is a tiny economy. And, you know, what's that got to do with the price of fish broadly? The reason he said it was important was because of the exposure to pharma and chemical production that comes from fish, which is an organic source of other stuff that we're getting from fossil fuels. And so his hypothesis was, if you've got more fish being landed in the UK, can you create a chemical and pharma industry off the back of processing some of that? But what it does indicate is that on, as an individual business person or as somebody thinking as an entrepreneur, there'll be opportunities that come out of this, which today wouldn't necessarily make sense, but might make sense afterwards. It's doing that audit of both the positives and negatives of what this might enable once we come out of the other side. At some point, we are going to come out of this malaise, which is caused by COVID. And I, I think the enormous positive that I would highlight to anybody is that between May and August, the US economy grew by 36%, right? So if you can be placed right with the right opportunity at the right time, you are going to or could benefit from an enormous growth surge um, that will come off the back of benefit from an enormous wave of opportunity that's going to come down the track. There won't necessarily be that many people left competing for those opportunities at the time that that turnaround comes. And you've already seen this to some degree with the tech businesses that have been able to leverage the fact that we're working from home and remote working. Microsoft revenue, Amazon, uh, Zoom is an incredible story. 
those things will roll through. The final bit I'll talk about is, you know, people talk about the Great Reset. Some things won't come back, whether that's high street shops in city centres or whether that's, you know, a switch to EV or whether that the, the way in which we you know, spend our social time or whatever it happens to be. Some of those things will never go back. And the longer this goes on, the more likely it is that these things won't, won't return to, to normal. So the quicker that you can adjust in your own mind to that concept of new normal, in our case, you know, being able to price electricity on the forecourt and help people plan out um, EV charging networks is, is an example of that then that's where you've got to spend your time. There's no point spending your time trying to hold up legacy stuff that isn't going to carry on. Um, I'm glad I only asked one question. I spent lots of time thinking about this stuff. That's, uh, that's pretty conclusive. So, Oliver Shaw, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more podcasts like this, please go to www.amaze.com and don't forget to like and share this podcast.